Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, there's the thumbs up. Here we go. Podcast on a Tuesday. Al, I have something for you to start as, uh, well, not as always, but today. All right. So this is a What Would Al Dukes Do? That's how we start the I podcast. Like Today, What Would Al Dukes Do? So you uh, you love going out to dinner. It's the one thing that you still enjoy doing. Yes. Uh, I did meet, by the way, the Patricios, I believe, down in uh, Bradley Beach or in uh, Long Branch or in Asbury Park or somewhere they have a restaurant. That's not the name of a restaurant. <laughs> Patricios? Patricios? Federici's? Federici's? Maybe that's it. Yes, maybe that's it. Pizza place? Perhaps. Pizza. Is it down the shore? Uh, there, there are some down there. Yeah. Yes, I met them. They own it. They said you've been in. They like you, so they said hello. Federici's. So, so that's it. All right, so let me ask you this. So it was Kim and our Kim and mine's anniversary yesterday. Oh, nice. So twenty four years. Not like a big number. It's Next not year it's a big number. Years, right, but it's not like a round number. It's it's twenty four years. It's very cool. Whatever. Long time. Um, and so Matthew was out. And Joseph was home alone. So it was like, all right, we're going to go out to dinner by ourselves. Now nah, we'll take Joseph with us. So we go out to dinner. Now, I didn't want to go to a chain restaurant. I wanted to go somewhere different. And there's a specific place that we have been to four or five times. Always busy. I wouldn't say the last time we were there, it was packed. But you could walk in and get a table. Great ambiance. Bars always full. TVs going at the bar. So we show up last night when I decide to go. This is where I decide to go. We get there early because I don't want to eat at 7 o'clock. We get there at 5.30. And from the outside, it doesn't look like there's too many people in there. But I see a guy sipping wine at the bar. I'm like, ah, we're fine. Let's go in. We go in. I'm not going to mention the name. That's, that's irrelevant. There's no one there. But they're open. Mm-hmm. So Joseph walked in first, and the guy sees him. and says, oh, hello. And Joseph's like, three. <laughs> so... The guy's already grabbing the menu, so I'm like looking around. Kim's looking at me like, huh. 
I'm like, ah, you know what? We sit down. It's 5.30. It's early. I'm sure by 6 o'clock this place will be busy like it normally is. No. Nothing. 6 o'clock comes. Like, we're the only people in the restaurant. It felt weird. Yeah, that is weird. You want a little ambiance. Some. Now, there were four couples that walked in, picked up their to-go meals, and walked out. Mm. It felt like the pandemic. Yeah. Now, we were in a booth, so we weren't like in a big dining room with just empty tables around us. Music was playing. You could hear the TV. And being we were in the booth, you couldn't see anything anyway. But we got up at 630. I'm like, no one ever came in. Would you have stayed? I probably would have stayed, yeah. I agree. I felt good about staying because I felt bad for the people working. Yeah, like if it was a place I knew had good food, it I was good. I would have stayed. Yeah, I, I would have been, been a little there four surprised. Five, we've been there four or five times, and it's always busy and yeah. food's great. Strange. That is strange. Oh, I, I would have stayed for that sure. Makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah. Well, we stayed. Maybe if it was a it. brand new place I'd never been to before, I might be like, "Oh, this is." And I probably would have stayed anyway and just complained about it the whole time. <laughs> we didn't complain about it. We laughed about it. But man, no ambiance. Yeah, that's at weird. all. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like you do want some ambiance. That's yes. why you go out. But you don't want it to be so crazy that it's slowing down your meals and or all that it that takes stuff. an hour to get a table. Yeah, I know but, it's a fine line. It's like what we talk about when you go to book a doctor's appointment. Yes, if the doctor goes, come in later. You're like, wow, <laughs> this doctor's not busy. And then if the dog you call and to see a doctor it takes two months, you're like, what the hell is yeah. this? You want somewhere in between. How about sometime next week? Right, exactly. Yes. Fine by me. Right. Unless you're sick and it's one of those places yeah. where you need medicine. Now, yeah, if you're in different. pain, the different story. For sure. I feel like I may be coming to the end of my drinking coffee. Okay. I'm just not enjoying it like I used to, and I don't know what is going on exactly. Maybe you're more into... Other beverages like water? Uh, you, no, you don't have like you don't put flavors in your water no. or energy. No, no, because those are filled normally with the the chemicals I don't eat okay. now. So that's out. And and I'm not sure what it is about the coffee. Like I, I might try. Like I I went I got away from in the morning. I make coffee and I bring it to work. Right. And I got away from away from. I didn't want it in the paper cups with the plastic lid. Because of all my ingredients, people say they, plastic and hot beverages should not mix. It releases these chemicals you don't want. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to buy myself a ceramic mug. Now, I also don't like those mugs like a Yeti that's that's aluminum because then the coffee tastes like aluminum to me. So then I was like, okay. So I found a ceramic travel mug okay. that had a silicone top. And I wasn't sure silicone and plastic, are they the same? Or I'm not sure. But now it just, and I've been using it for a while, it just tastes like I'm drinking silicone coffee. Well, that's not good. Yeah. Then I've also been drinking black coffee for years, and all of a sudden I've decided, like, I don't know, maybe I want milk in this coffee again. And then when I come here, I drink an additional two cups of coffee. And by the second one, I'm not even enjoying it. So I'm like, what am I, why am I drinking it? Did you always drink it black? No. I think that's part of it. But I've been drinking a black for probably a year. But you get bored of it. Yeah, I guess I got bored of it. There's no variation to it. So I'm back now to the whole organic milk into my yeah. coffee. But I don't like to bring that into work. Now I'm bringing milk into work. Yeah. I don't know. Just have it at home then. I guess, yeah. That's it. That's I guess a, I just have I it at home. I have one cup a day. Yeah. And some days I don't have any. Because I really used to look forward to that. First cup of coffee in the morning, but traveling with, I might have to go back to the, to the 
paper cup in the plastic lid and I, just suck up the 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 microplastics. You're going to be fine. I enjoy the weekend coffee in the morning. Yeah, the weekend coffee in the when morning. When I don't have to run out of the house, I leisurely like Saturday and Sunday this weekend. Now, Saturday we were out a little earlier than I would have liked because of Matthew's graduation. But I still got up at 6 o'clock and still have plenty of time to read the post online and kind of just get settle into the day and have my cup of coffee there. It was in the morning. It was sunny. I got cloudy, but it was sunny in the morning. I love that. During the week, I'm fine. I, You know what? I drank today. I drank... Uh, I drank a, the, I think it's 32 ounce thing of water. Kim bought a, I, you just said Yeti. She just got a gigantic Yeti cup um, that I like because of the size of it. And I know it sounds stupid, but I like the, um, what do you call it? What do you drink out of? The mouth of the, the water flows out. Be- <laughs> it just, it it's sounds, got a good water flow. It yeah. It does. It sounds stupid, but I like it. So I, I've been doing that the last, I would say, yeah, the last couple of weeks I've been drinking water on the way in. And sometimes, like, I went and got half a cup of coffee at uh, 8.30 this morning. Do you have to, like, I used to drink water on my way home from work. Yeah. And about halfway home, I'd have to pee so bad. Yeah, I bad. stopped. I'm done. I drank the 32 ounces, and then I had another four or five ounces. I'm now done. I'll start drinking the water again when I hit the parkway. You know what else has a nice uh, a flow for drinks is, uh, you know, when you get a beer, not in a can, not in a bottle, but in the can shaped like a bottle? You know in those beers? Sh- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's got you get a, them at the games. Yeah, that's yes. got a great flow. Yes, I agree. They're well because they're the wide mouth. mouth. Yeah, wide yep. mouth. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that's they nice. Go, the problem is they go down too quick. Yeah, and if they're ice cold, forget it. They're beautiful. Yes, they are. Yeah. So I don't know. I've been kind of toying with that. Like maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Unless I go get some paper cups today and and try that. I just I feel like I'm just eating silicone. Now, are you the type? Like, Eddie says he'd be jittery without the coffee. Would I, you be fine? I think I don't get jittery. I don't get jittery from not having coffee, and I don't get jittery from slamming energy drinks or anything. Yeah, I don't either. I think I would get a headache from not having the coffee because okay. sometimes on the weekends, if I wait later than normal, like I'm having coffee at 3 o'clock in the morning now, and if I get up, let's say, 5 o'clock in the morning, I wake up with a headache because I didn't have the coffee. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. I think that's what I'm getting a headache from. That's interesting. I don't have that issue. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what to do, Jerry. I mean, these are the things I've got to deal with these today. These are your problems. These are problems I'm going to try to attack today. Right. There are third world problems. Mm-hmm. There are first world problems. And then there are Al problems. Yes. <laughs> that are even a little bougie for first world problems. Uh, they could be. Yeah. I wanted to uh, bring up another story for you. I should have pulled this up, Jerry, before I came. Do you Are you familiar with the... Uh, Former NFL player Russell o- Okung. Okun. Okung. He's a, a line a lineman. Used to play for the Panthers, I believe. All right. And maybe the Seahawks, I believe. Let me see, Jerry. Let me tell you he's about a tackle. him. All right. Yeah. Where is he? Because he was the one. Wasn't he the one that converted a lot of his money to Bitcoin? Uh, is that true? I did not. Hold on. I'm going to Google it right now because I'm almost certain. Russell. Okung, let's see. And he played for I want to get this right. I thought it was I thought it was Seattle and Carolina. I could be wrong about that. I see him in a Carolina uniform. Okay. Okay, so this is what I, I I'm looking at his Twitter. Okay. And he says the journey from being a three hundred thirty pound NFL football player to one hundred pounds lighter sure. has been unreal. 
a new me, a new chapter. The number one question I keep hearing is, how did you do it? How did you lose 100 pounds? So he says, answer. Listen to this, Jerry. I fasted for 40 days with nothing but water. 40 days. That's a month and a week. He's really allowed his body to attack all the fat storage, huh? He said, yes, you've read right. The experience was so rich and rewarding that I'm going to do it again. Fasting isn't just about weight loss. It's about regeneration, healing, and self-discovery. In quieting my physical hunger, I unlocked mental clarity and spiritual revelation. A total reset. Okay. That sounds like 40 days of just water. I don't necessarily believe it, but I don't, I don't know why he'd be lying. He says the benefits are profound. Clearer skin, better digestion, improved mental focus. Even my joint pain has decreased. Well, you're not consuming inflammation type of food. So. Yeah. I have a friend of mine, and he was the one too. Uh, in 2020, his contract with the Panthers was for $13 million. Yeah. And he took six and a, he took half of it in Bitcoin, which is now worth $2 million. So he lost on that deal. Yeah. Um, I have a friend of mine, real disciplined like you, when he sets his mind to something, and like G2, clearly, when he sets his mind to something, he does it, and he will do, he's got a period of six months out of the year where he does a seven-day water fast, 14 days, good, clean diet, seven-day water fast, 14 days, clean. It's, it's like, it's a one-third, but it's seven straight days, and he does that for six months. The other six months, he does... Seven-day water fast, two weeks purely clean, one week, whatever you want, but within not going over, I think it's 3,000 calories. You do not go over 3,000 calories. So he, he has that one week a month where he feels like he's eating. He can, have, he can go get a Big Mac if he wants. Um, and that's that's been the way he has pretty much done things for about four years now that I've known him. It's very bizarre, but he is ripped to shreds. And he does go to the gym, but he only goes for 25 minutes, three days a week. That's all he does. When I tell you the guy is shredded, it's it's amazing to me. I mean, I've done that thing where you can't eat the day before a colonoscopy. Yeah. <laughs> and that feels like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's tough. I know. I, well, I even think when they do the prolon fast. Yes. They always talk, they're having bone broth and, uh, and four peanuts. And they're starving and they're moody on day three. I don't know how you get to 40 days of not eating anything. Yeah, I wonder at what uh, what day does it start to feel where you start to feel leveled out? I don't know. And then, like, okay, so he was 330 pounds. Yeah. And now he's 230, which means he's still... 230. 230. Yep. After fasting for 40 days. I do believe he's six foot seven, though. I believe he's a huge human being. He's a tall man. I think so. I'm going to pull up his... uh, I could be wrong about that. Legitimately, if I weigh... I weigh 150. Yes. If I were to fast water only for seven days, not 40 days, seven days, what would happen to me? (laughs) You'd dissolve. I might dissolve. He's 6'5", by the way. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what you have left to lose. There's not much there, aside from a little bit of bloating, maybe, from coffee and white. A little bit of belly fat, a little bit. But that's it. Uh, there's maybe not a whole go lot away. for it to go. 
You're, and I'm not making fun of you. You have bony ass legs. Yeah, I do have bony legs. Your neck is thin. Your thin face neck. is pretty thin. I don't know where your 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 ass is gone. <laughs> I don't know what. Right. Else. If I fasted for seven days. Yeah, I would say for you, there's no reason to fast. No, no, no. I I, I, I would not be in the fasting mode. No. I'm just thinking about cutting out coffee at this point. Right. But I feel like I need a substitute. For the coffee? Yeah. Weed. <laughs> so, weed on my way to work. Then when I get to no, work, on the way weed. Home. Not on the way to work. Oh, I see. The way home. Maybe you just have a coffee. I have a caffeine pill on the way here. <laughs> yeah. Remember those things? Yeah, I, I think they still revive or Viverin. What was the thing? Oh, man. What was the thing Sid Rosenberg did? That he get to lose weight. Stacker two. It's, it wasn't that, but it was something like that. I believe you can still buy those things in the store. Oh yeah, they still have that crap. Dexatrim. Dexatrim. That, yeah. Mm, that might have been it. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, those now. are bad. That's a bad scene. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I'm I might. I. I. I either I'm gonna go with one coffee a day, on the way in. Yep. Like I make it at home, and then I put it in a paper cup. God forbid. Uh, with a plastic lid, which I'm not don't want to do, but that's the only way I can enjoy it right now. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. But I do like like here's what I have been doing. I come in here and to do the warm up show starting at five, I make a cup of coffee. I know you do, and I love to drink that while I'm doing the warm up right. show. And then for some reason, after I eat my peanut butter on rice cakes, Jerry, at seven forty five, I go get another coffee. But you don't need that one. I don't need that. No, drink your water. So maybe I just eliminate that coffee to start. there, And maybe you'll want it more. Right. That's all. Listen, these are the battles I'm going These are against. the battles you're fighting daily. Yeah. Right. right, Jerry. A lot of people have demons. These are mine. Yeah. Well, you should be so lucky that those are your this, demons. These are my demons. Yeah. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night. On behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Then there's another thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch when I get home today for during lunch when I'm having my eggs. Here's what I know it won't be. Mets, Braves, or Yankees, White Sox. <laughs> Hold on, Jerry. There's a man named David Grush. He's a, what is called now, he's an Air Force veteran. And he is a whistleblower. Okay. Claiming that he has been told by many people in the Air Force whom he works with, or worked with, high-level guys, that the U.S. has retrieved... UFOs and bodies. Cool. And he's been interviewed. Okay. And I'm and he's been interviewed by uh, this Vargas. What's her name? Elizabeth Vargas. Vargas. You know Elizabeth Vargas from yeah. the, her 2020 days. Okay. Well, evidently she's on something called News Nation now. Whatever that is. Sounds like a tumble. Yeah. Sounds like a tumble, and sounds like someone trying to get publicity for a network. Yeah. Well, he uh, this guy is out there and talking, and he says that uh, we are reverse engineering these UFOs. Yeah, we have recovered some UFOs. Some are still in working order; others are not. 
Uh, they have somewhere crash landed. I'm still going to come back to the same thing. Yeah. Like Donald Trump didn't spill the beans. Yeah. Donald Trump, who loves to hear himself talk. Do you think they didn't tell him? Filter. Do you think they didn't tell him maybe because they knew he was he was nuts? No. You think he? I think there are explanations for a lot of these things. Hmm. That's what I think. Yeah, I'm going to look this up though. David Grouch. Grouch. I don't believe anybody anymore. I really don't. I think everybody lies through their teeth. And now to become famous where you can make money for being famous online, everybody's full of crap. Famous for being famous. Yeah. Like I, you get, you make money for being famous online. Like you can now make money, which is why, I mean, where were we the other day? Oh my God. In Red Bank. We were in Red Bank the other day and there was a girl, who knows who she was. She was clearly videoing herself doing all these things on the sidewalk. In Red Bank. And my, my wife goes, she goes, what is she doing? I'm like, what do you think she's doing? She's trying to do something to put herself on TikTok and Instagram and all these different things so that people see her. She gets a whole bunch of clicks and she gets enough followers to where she can start making money. That's what she's doing. Yeah, I, I often think about like the people that I follow on uh, Instagram for ingredients and food. Sure. All of them are videotaping in supermarkets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know some of them get chased out of supermarkets yes, sometimes. because they probably don't want that. Right, what are you doing? Making money. And then other times, other people are in the background shopping. I'm like, those people didn't right. okay themselves being Did they sign on. a release? Yeah. I always think of that. Yeah. Like, I took a photograph. It's going to be my calendar this year at, at DJ's. It was when the sun was coming up, and it was the coolest time of morning where the sun was coming up. There were a couple of clouds covering it. No filter used whatsoever, and it's almost like a golden sunshine. It's beautiful. So I took a photograph of it, and I wrote, ooh. I'm like, you know what? You can kind of see the car's license plate. And so I had to crop it because my first thought is I, I didn't get okay to put their car in the. Right. These people are just posting anything they want whenever they want and making money on it. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Then once you are to a point where you're making money on it, like where you get enough followers, then you have to put out a certain amount of you content. You can't stop. You can't stop. Yeah, you're right. Which is why some of them have gotten goofy, even to you. Yeah, yes. Like the one guy who mainly just talked about uh, eat red meat, eat fruit, mm-hmm. don't eat vegetables. Right. Okay, that's what his thing. Now he's doing things on why Pop-Tarts aren't good for you. I know Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Because like, they're in a box, number one. Right. We're like they do that sometimes. It gets like these stupid things. They're like, "I'm going to tell you why Lucky Charms aren't great for you." Yeah, we know that. Or why Skittles is bad for your health. That's literally just trying to put out that's, content. Right. That's, that's like all that is. I need to do two posts a day or a yeah. post a day or. Yeah. That's why it's always interesting. These podcast hosts that built their podcasts on guests, mm-hmm. like, and they run out of guests. Well, yeah, you ran into that. I ran into that, yeah, when I was sure. doing that one. That's why I stopped doing it. You And partly, too. I mean, you picked a very niche topic that only had so many guests to pull from yeah. in this area. Yeah, the local broadcasters. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but even like like Mark Marin has a podcast where he interviews people. He's one of the top podcasts. He's been around a long time. There are months that go by where I don't even know. I'm like, who are these people right. that he's talking to? Yeah. Well, that's why, I mean, I know Rogan because he's a comedian, but I mean, the amount of comedians he puts on that I have, I mean, 
I don't listen to him often because I don't know who the people are. Yeah. Doesn't interest me. Hey, he talks to Johnny Appleseed about his comedy tour. Who? Johnny Appleseed. Right, right yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, the Rogan podcasts are funny too. Now, I am a listener. So uh, while I will critique, I do listen. I know you do. But it has now the now the podcasts are the first part of the podcast is people telling him how great his new club is right. in Austin, how it's going to revolutionize comedy. It's a the second part is if the guest has any interest in MMA fighting, forget it. Forget it. Right. And then let me think what the third one normally is. Cold plunges. Oh, okay. Doing cold plunges. All right. That's so, what Evan did. Evan did a cold plunge? The ice bath at DJ's. Oh, he did. I didn't he know he did that. He sat in it for six minutes. Really? Yes, neck high. Wow. The goal, I think, was three minutes. He blew right past it and then did it as long as he could. Imagine how small those testicles were when he got out. Right. That's what I don't... Like, oh. Joe Rogan never mentions testicles. Yeah. I need to know what's going on with the testicles. They I got shrivel. Was this on uh, social media, Evan? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The, the FAN account posted it. Craig posted it. The show account posted it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. How that was I a miss Friday all this? DJs. I don't know how you didn't see it. Maybe I'm not on Twitter as much as... Uh, I saw it on Instagram. As I think. I saw it on Instagram. You know what's interesting? I stopped following like the the FAN stuff because okay. it's nonstop. It's the same thing they we're talking about lot. with the other one. Yeah, it's like it's nonstop postings. Yeah. No, it's because, a lot of stuff. again, you get to this thing... You hire a social media team; they've got to be doing stuff. So you're posting, 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 even if it's content. not interesting. Yeah, lots of content. Right, that is very true. Constant. The worst is the people that Manish Mehta used to do this, and now some of the food people I follow do this. They retweet their own postings throughout the day because mm. they know people follow a lot of people, sure. so you're not going to see a lot of the posts. Like I'm saying, oh, I missed these posts. And they like retweet them all themselves all day long because they have to get clicks. Right, there's no doubt. Did you see this? And I don't. I'm asking you because I don't know if it's new or not. But I was very intrigued by it on Netflix. I saw a trailer for David Geffen. Is that new or is that something that's old? It's not new. It's not okay. It looked really intriguing because he had like they had. I think uh, Huey Lewis was on there. Was, yeah, I think I saw this, but it, yeah, okay. it was not new. But I, if I did see it, I remember liking it. Looked pretty good. Yeah. Looked pretty good. I saw my son is watching uh, Manifest. Is that the name yeah. of the show? And I see that's like the number one show on Netflix now. I've seen a couple of episodes with him. Twisted. Yeah, that was a show that was on NBC originally. Oh, okay. The very first season, and then maybe even season two. And, and then it went to Netflix. Yeah. I will tell you, he's in like season four. I don't know what the hell I'm watching when I sit down with him. Yeah. I mean, it's well beyond me. And I know I didn't see it from the beginning. I get it. But it just, I don't know. It was a very intriguing beginning. And then I got confused. Like, I, I and then you were out. Yeah. But the beginning of it was these people get on a plane. Right. And go. When they land, five years has passed. And the people are like, where the hell have you yeah, right. guys been? Yeah. And five years has passed and no one has aged that was on the plane. That was on the plane. Yeah. And that they is can't weird. figure out what the hell. I, people had gotten remarried. Yeah. I tell my wife, like, could you imagine being a writer for these shows? It's so complex and confusing. There, there's got to be dozens of writers working on it. Especially if you have a show that you go, okay, this where I'm going to write this 
for one season long, 12 episodes. Right. And then it gets wildly popular, and they come to you, they go, we need a second season. I'd be like... Well, well I, you know, I'll give you an example of that, too, is The Flash on... See, it was on uh, Channel 11. The first couple of seasons of that show, remarkable. Like, And I'm not a, I'm not one of these comic book guys or... Mar- no, I, that show, though, the first two seasons, I thought was awesome. And then it morphed into, I don't know what the hell it became. And I haven't watched it since. And I just came over. This is the last season. I might have just ended, actually. Earlier this year, maybe in like February, I came across a new episode in the final season. I'm like, it was goofy. Like, what happened to season? Yeah. And I think that could be part of it. They write a year. Like, this is a great show. All right, we're going to sign you up for two more years. Huh? What? How many more storylines can you have? Yeah, I remember watching them when the Seinfeld DVDs first came out, and they were very popular, uh, and the DVDs had a lot of behind-the-scenes interviews, and Larry David talked about that. Like, they they did this pilot for NBC, and they did six episodes. Right. And he said they came to him, like, okay, we need 13 more. He's like, I don't have 13. <laughs> this was for season two. He goes, I don't have 13 more ideas. Wow. And every year he thought, I don't have 13 more and ideas. And he would come up with it. Him and the writers and things like I that. I guess but. when you sit down, you put your heads together, and you actually throw out ideas, stuff sticks. Right, and that's why all these shows have all these different writers, yeah. right? So people to have ideas. Because then over the years, with Seinfeld in particular, I would hear writers being interviewed who had been on Seinfeld, and they might have had one episode mm-hmm. where it was their, this happened to them in their life, and yeah. it turned into a Seinfeld. And that's all they really need. If you yeah. get... One of those from each writer every year. There's a season. Yeah, it's You're a right. season. Then you rotate writers, get That's a couple true. more ideas, and everybody else tweaks your idea. Why can't we get one of those jobs where all you need I is one know. idea and you can pay me for the entire <laughs> the entire year? And I'll help tweak other people's ideas. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> They'll tell me their story. I go, what if this instead? Maybe you'll be Rogan's next producer and you can guide him through. Listen, Joe. We're going to go turn these into 45-minute podcasts. <laughs> and that's part one. Once a week. He was going to say to you, what else do you want me to do with my day? <laughs> wrestle people. All right. You could do that. Cold plunge and wrestle. And work out. And work out. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Tomorrow's Wednesday. We'll be back here. It's a very, a very intriguing Mets Brave series. You and I will tackle that tomorrow morning at 5. So.